When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're on ESPN, too. You can say, play ESPN. We pop up on your smart speakers. You can download the app. One app, one tap. You can download the podcast. What's going on, guys? What up? Hey. Look at this. Hey. The whole band's back together in New York. Yes, and Jay and I are both tan. Yes, very tan. I started looking at the light upstairs and trying to think. Yeah, I'm okay. almost your complexion. I'm almost. you getting there yeah, close. How, how am I doing? You're, <laughs> you you see, you're still Casper right You want to see you're a pasty dude in winter, boy. You came to the right place. Yeah, you, you uh, should have figured out how to get out of this and get some sun. So, Kia, I, I feel like I needed your advice this past weekend. I was at the Cove, took my family down there to the Bahamas. You know, a great place to play with the kids, right? And so getting up at the crack of dawn at 4.35 a.m., daughter and I and everybody go down with another family. And it's one of these places. Wait, why are you getting up at the crack of dawn? Yeah, well, that's the first I thing that I, I can't. I can't not get up. I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, I'm up. I'm you're, just, you're, you're trained yeah, to do it I'm now. I'm going, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so true. we get down there. You know, one of the places everybody kind of – Everybody has to get their, their seats, right? The chairs. You got to put towels and stuff on your chairs. Where? Well, this is at the Cove. I'm trying to tell you. So everybody puts stuff on the chairs. So you got to, and there's all these chairs, but everybody's coming down to secure their chairs early because it gets packed around 930, 10. Stop. I already know where you're going, Keith. Anyway, let me tell you guys what happened. So I'm, all our kids are playing in the pool. We're there. The chairs are locked. And I see this guy, and he's walking with this kid and his wife, and his kid's in the stroller. And I see him look around. And give the look. And I was like, man, there's 10,000 chairs. Don't do it. And he takes my last chair with my bag on it. And he, 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 he kind of kicks it away and moves it real quick, Key. And looks around <laughs> and says, go on, baby. Change it. Change. And, I, and I'm like, well, now I have to be the guy. There's all these. I walk up. I'm like, hey, man, I just want you to know like, this, is, this is our chairs. You know, and we're here. Nobody else is even here. He's like, look, man, my, my kid just needs to change. But can we just please, can we have the chair, please? Can we just have the chair for the day? I'm like, it's not. I really need key right now because I really well, want to be I don't understand. Angry. There were all these other chairs there? Yeah, but he felt the need to take my chair. Would, wouldn't you just simply tell him at that point, why can't you take one of these other chairs? That's what I said, but it, it didn't seem to register well, to see, him. See, that's Jay's fault, though. What do you mean I'm, that's my fault? I'm going to keep it 1,000. Yeah. This is Jay damn Williams. I'm not going somewhere, <laughs> first of all, where I got to wake up at 5 o'clock in the damn morning to go run downstairs like a bunch of cockroaches to get a chair. You're going to arrange it ahead of time. I'm not you, going no, to a place. Going to a resort oh, like oh, this. Oh, oh, oh. I don't care. Kids, you can so. call it whatever you want to, uh, 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 1% problem. Oh, you can do all that, all that shenanigans. I'm not going to a place. I work too damn hard. Yeah, I'm with Key on this. In my life, <laughs> Max, in my life, to go somewhere where I got to fight for a chair. Had an experience like this myself in Hawaii. About seven years ago, I was doing a friend a favor. I decided. <laughs> no, I That's decided. How it happens. You get no, caught, though. I decided that I was going to go to the resort that my friend. That's what happens. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to this resort, blah, blah, blah. Then I realized when I got there, there was no room service at night. So wait, hold on, Max. 
I was on one side of the island. Next day, I told my wife and stuff. I said, yeah. I don't. I said, I understand, baby. We can't. I get it. It's, I ain't, I can't. I like them too, but yeah. we got to go. That's around. what you need to say. I, I understand, baby. I can't. And, and bounce. Oh, exactly. I went to the other. I went said. on the other side of the <laughs> island where I originally wanted to go. I'm not doing that, Jay. Yeah, I know. I'm I, on vacation. That's what I felt like. So how? Okay. Did, so what happened? Oh, I had to. I mean, literally, the guy reverse guilt me. He was like, "Well, I'm just saying, like my kids change." I'm like, "It's fine. Let your kids change." I'd have just got. I'd have got, got up my stuff. Like, take somebody else to see. My, my family's left. here. Everybody else's family they just come down and secure the seats, and they're not even here. All the money you spend to argue about. See, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, the Was that the only thing? Oh no, there's a lot more, but we'll we'll dive. That's into your it. fault, though. We'll dive in. What's it? What's it's it called, Evan? Kids. What's the other game called? Ski, ski. Uh, what's it? What's it called, Evan? Which game? The game where you're on the beach. Spike ball. Spike, spike ball. ball. Yeah, spike ball. They got me into playing spike ball. But that's just, okay. The kids. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, it was a drunken crew. That's and one, okay. And one of the one of the, the two girls who were talking the most trash. One what? girl literally bit down behind me, got on all four, mm-hmm. and another girl started charging at me. Okay. This is during a game of spike ball, by Bl- the way. Blame that two on the kids. Blame them. that on the kids too. My one legged ass moved out of the way, mushed her, and she tripped over the other girl. I'm like, why are you trying to trip me? What, what, what's Jay, going but on? You know here? what? what? Sometimes place? here's the one thing. Sometimes you got to act. Right we have a lot now. to get into. You always it's, try to act like you don't have no money to spend, man. I do have money to spend. Get some I'm private to spend pre- it. Get some private cabanas. I was at a private cabana. You ever have a run of about a day or two where you just wind up in conflict with people yes. for, out of proportion for about a day or two? And at a certain point, you got to stop and be like, No, I know something's going on with me, that. man. It can't be everybody else. I not have me. no idea what you're talking about, Max. All right. All right. It's time. For straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. By the way, this is Jay on vacation, trying to relax and unwind. Take the other cabanas, please. The other chairs. Damn. So you know the thing that that's watching sports through the years. If you're rooting for a certain outcome or just observing to see it, it patience, 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 and just when you run out of patience, more patience. That's what a lifetime of watching sports has taught me. Like if a guy's done it at a certain level his whole career, eventually he's going to do it at that level. Don't worry about the slump, right? Nope. Oh, I've been Wait. saying that about Russell Westbrook. And just when I guess I should have more patience, I think I've run out of patience. Here is Russell Westbrook, Lakers guard, at the Sunday post-game presser, asked if booing bothers him after the Lakers got blown out. Listen. Does the booing, like, you know, pretty, pretty loud, especially at the end of the game, does that stick with you? Like, how do you, how do you handle like, nah, of that? Like, nah. You don't take that home with you? For, take it home? For what? I don't think about it. Take it home. Man, well, I got three beautiful kids at my house. My wife, I ain't taking it home. They can take their boo and they take their ass home. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. Doesn't bother me none. And that's the part, and I'm not really worried about it um, at all. And that's how I deal with it. So I'm not, you know, I can it, it roll off my shoulder. I go home. 100. <laughs> Love it. That's a great response. It is. Not when your mind is 26 for the game, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a great response, though. He's struggling. He can't sit up there. Jay, you know that, man. You can't sit up there and be worried about somebody booing. That's the same thing I say about the social media world. You cannot worry about what people say when they hit click or or, or hit enter. You cannot worry. They're seeing. You cannot worry about that sort of stuff. You've got to continue to do what you need to do to get better every seat, every single day. And on top of that, you got to think about your family and the people that you surround yourself with that are positive in your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me go back to that point you said about <laughs> you have to continue to get better. They're going the opposite way. 
Well, they're not this very team good. is getting worse. They're getting they better lost. at getting worse. It, and, and think about it. They come off the controversial game against the Clippers, out-of-bound call that LeBron you know, goes back to the – that's a whole other conversation. It's a whole other conversation. But then you follow that up against a team that is two and a half games two, behind two, you, you right, it. competing for the play-in tournament, and you get smacked at home. And, dude, I could take you through plays where it's like they just quit defensively. It was like you had people last night saying they disrespected the game of basketball. Laker fans should get their tickets. They should be refunded for their tickets. No, this they're not after, very good. This is after LeBron's like, I want to finish my career in L.A. and da-da-da-da. And every, what else is he going to say, though? Yeah. What else he going to say? He had to say that. The, the, the Laker mob is, is, is slowly Adam, but surely at his neck. You yep. know, swimming around. You know, the sharks are swimming, and he's in the middle of the ocean. I think he'll be fine, though, because he can still play. But his play last night didn't help the cause either. He, he didn't play well either. I mean, he turned the ball over at an alarming rate. He looked like he was kind of like out of it, tired of it, frustrated, as you say, Jay. But in the end, they are a bad basketball team. Just overall, they're not a good team. No, period. Not. I mean, they they're did some stuff team. last night that just made you. I had to turn the damn TV off finally. I said, "Man, let me close my eyes." Sixteen turnovers in the first half, man. Patience, patience, patience. I'm, and uh, this has happened to me so much. So I'm finally like, I'm done. And right when you're done, they turn it around. But I don't. When did see they it. turn it around? I'm saying like they, meaning <laughs> oh. meaning athletes and teams where they where you they've shown it to you in the past. Nah, right when you run out of patience, in my experience, it's like, oh, they turned it around. I should I shouldn't have jumped off at that moment, but Tried I got to gotta jump off. It's bad, man. I got to jump it's off. Bad, Westbrook man. is showing it's two thirds through the season. We're past the all-star break, and he's still d- straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Funny response, though. They could take- <laughs> they could go home. Much more on the Lakers' concerns and LeBron's future in L.A. in one hour. But coming up, finally a legit contender from Broad Street on Broadway. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. chair, man. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're on ESPN, too. You can say, play ESPN. We pop up on your smart speakers. You can download the app, one app, one tap. You can download the podcast. What's going on, guys? What up? Hey. Look at this. Hey. The whole band's back together in New York. Yes, and Jay and I are both tan. Yes, very tan. I started looking at the light upstairs and trying to think. Yeah, I'm okay. almost your complexion. I'm almost. You're getting there yeah, close. How, how am I doing? You're, <laughs> you you see, you're still Casper right You want to see you're a still. pasty dude in winter, boy. You came to the right place. Yeah, you, you uh, should have. 
figured out how to get out of this and get some sun. So, Kia, I, I feel like I needed your advice this past weekend. I was at the Cove, took my family down there to the Bahamas. You know, great place to play with the kids, right? And so getting up at the crack of dawn at 4.35 a.m., daughter and I and everybody go down with another family. And it's one of these places. Wait, why are you getting up at the crack of dawn? Yeah, well, that's the first I thing that I, I can't. I can't not get up. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm true. up. I'm you're, just, you're, you're trained yeah, to do it I'm now. I'm going, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so true. we get down there. You know, one of the places everybody kind of, everybody has to get their, their seats, right? The chairs. You got to put towels and stuff on your chairs. Where? Well, this is at the Cove. I'm trying to tell you. So everybody puts stuff on the chairs. So you got it. And there's all these chairs, but everybody's coming down to secure their chairs early because it gets packed. Around 9, 30, 10. Stop. I already know where you're going, Keith. Anyway, let me tell you guys what happened. So I'm, all our kids are playing in the pool. We're there. The chairs are locked. And I see this guy, and he's walking with this kid and his wife, and his kid's in a stroller. And I see him look around and give the look. And I was like, man, there's 10,000 chairs. Don't do it. And he takes my last chair with my bag on it. And he, 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 he kind of kicks it away and moves it real quick, Keith, and looks around <laughs> and says, go on, baby, change it. Change. And, I, and I'm like, well, now I have to be the guy. There's all these, and walk up, I'm like, hey, man, I just want you to know, like, this is this is our chairs. You know, and we're here, nobody else is even here. He's like, look, man, my, my kid just needs to change, but can we just please, can we have the chair, please? Can we just have the chair for the day? I'm like, it's not, I really need key right now because I really but want to I don't be understand, angry. there were all these other chairs there? Yeah, but he felt the need to take my chair. Would, wouldn't you just simply tell him at that point, why can't you take one of these other chairs? That's what I said, but it, it didn't seem to register well, to see, him. that's Jay's fault, though. What do you mean I'm, that's my fault? I'm going to keep it 1,000. Yeah. This is Jay damn Williams. I'm not going somewhere, first of all, where I got to wake up at 5 o'clock in the damn morning to go run downstairs like a bunch of cockroaches to get a chair. You're going to arrange it ahead of time. I'm not you, going no, to a place. I don't care. You can so. call it whatever you want to, uh, 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 1% prop. Oh, you can do all that, all that shenanigans. I'm not going to a place. I work too damn hard yeah, I'm with key on this. in my life, <laughs> Max. In my life, to go somewhere where I got to fight for a chair. Had an experience like this myself in Hawaii about seven years ago. I was doing a friend a favor. I decided. <laughs> no, I That's decided. How it happens. You get no, caught, though. I decided that I was going to go to the resort that my friend. That's what happens. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to this resort, blah, blah, blah. Then I realized when I got there, there was no room service at night. So wait, hold on, Max. I was on one side of the island. Next day, I told my wife and stuff. I said, I don't. I said, I understand, baby. We can't. I get it. It's, I, I can't. I like them too, but yeah. we got to go. That's what run. you need to say. I, I understand, baby. I can't and, I, and bounce. Oh, exactly I went to the other. I went said. on the other side of the <laughs> island where I originally <laughs> wanted to go. I'm not doing that, Jay. Yeah, I know. I'm I, on vacation. That's what I felt like. So okay. how did? So what happened? Oh, I had to. I mean, literally, the guy reverse guilt me. He was like, well, I'm just saying, like, my kids change. I'm like, it's fine. Let your kids change. I'd have just got, I'd have got, seat, I'd have got up my stuff. Like, take somebody else's seat. My, my family's here. Everybody else's family, they just come down and secure the seats, and they're not even here. All the Bizarre. money you spend to argue about See, the that's table. what I'm saying, though, man. I mean, they the just, chair. Was that the only thing? Oh, no, there's a lot more, but we'll, we'll dive that's into That's your fault, though. We'll dive in. What's it, what's it called, Evan? The what's the other game called? Ski? Ski? Uh, what's, it, what's it called, Evan? Which game? The game where you're on the beach. Spike ball. Spike, spike ball. ball. Yeah, spike ball. They got me into playing spike ball. But that's just, okay. The kids. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Uh, it was a drunken crew. 
That's one, okay. And one of the one of the, the two girls who were talking the most trash, one what? girl literally bit down behind me, got on all four, mm-hmm. and another girl started charging at me. Okay. This is during a game of spike ball, by Bl- the way. Blame that two on the kids. Blame that on the kids too. My one legged ass moved out of the way, mushed her, and she tripped over the other girl. I'm like, why are you trying to trip me? What, what, what's Jay, going but on? You here? know what? what Sometimes place? here's the one thing. Sometimes Where am you got I at right now. A lot to get into. You know, always trying to act like you don't have no money to spend, man. I do have money to spend. Get some I'm private, willing to spend free, it. Get some private cabanas. I was at a private cabana. You ever have a run of about a day or two where you just wind up in conflict with people? Yes. For, out of proportion for about a day or two, and at a certain point, you got to stop and be like, "No, I know something's going on with me, that. man. It can't be everybody else. I not have me. no idea what you're talking about, Max. All right, all right. It's time. Time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. By the way, this is Jay on vacation, trying to relax and unwind. Take the other cabanas, please, the other chairs. So, you know, the thing that's watching sports through the years, if you're rooting for a certain outcome or just observing to see it, it, patience, 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 and just when you run out of patience, more patience. That's what a lifetime of watching sports has taught me. Like, if a guy's done it at a certain level his whole career, eventually he's going to do it at that level. Don't worry about the slump, right? Oh, I've been Wait. saying that about Russell Westbrook. And just when I guess I should have more patience, I think I've run out of patience. Here is Russell Westbrook, Lakers guard, at the Sunday post-game presser, asked if booing bothers him after the Lakers got blown out. Listen. Does the booing, like, you know, pretty, pretty loud, especially at the end of the game, does that stick with you? Like, how do, how do you handle like, nah, of that? Like, nah. You don't take that home with you? Take it home for what? I don't think about it. Take it home. Man, well, I got three beautiful kids at my house. My wife, I ain't taking it home. They can take their boo and they take their ass home. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. doesn't bother me none. And that's the part, and I'm not really worried about it um, at all. And that's how I deal with it. So I'm not, you know, I can it, it roll off my shoulder. I go home. 100. <laughs> Love it. That's a great response. It is. Not when your mind is 26 for the game, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a great <laughs> response, though. He's struggling. He can't sit up there. Jay, you know that, man. You can't sit up there and be worried about somebody booing. That's the same thing I say about the social media world. You cannot worry about what people say when they hit click or or, or hit enter. You cannot worry. They're seeing. You cannot worry about that sort of stuff. You've got to continue to do what you need to do to get better every seat, every single day. And on top of that, you got to think about your family and the people that you surround yourself with that are positive in your life. Mm -hmm. Let me go back to that point you said about (laughs) you have to continue to get better. They're going the opposite way. This team is getting worse. They're getting better at getting worse. And and think about it. They come off the controversial game against the Clippers, out-of-bound call that LeBron goes back to the – that's a whole other conversation. It's a whole other conversation. But then you follow that up against a team that is two and a half games behind you, right, competing for the play-in tournament, and you get smacked at home. And, dude, I could take you through plays where it's like, they just quit defensively. It was like you had people last night saying they disrespected the game of basketball. Laker fans should get their tickets. They should be refunded for their tickets. No, this they're not after, very good. This is after LeBron's like, I want to finish my career in L.A. and da 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 and everyone. What else he is he going to say, say though? Yeah. What else he going to say? He had to say that. The, the, the Laker mob is, is, is slowly Adam. but surely At his neck. You yep. know, swimming around. You know, the sharks are swimming, and he's in the middle of the ocean. I think he'll be fine, though, because he can still play. But his play last night didn't help the cause either. He, he didn't play well either. He turned the ball over at an alarming rate. He looked like he was kind of like out of it, tired of it, frustrated, as you say, Jay. But in the end, they are a bad basketball team. Just overall, they're not a good team. No, period. They're not. 
I mean, they yeah, did some did stuff too. last night that just made you. I had to turn the damn TV off finally. I said, man, let me close my eyes. 16 turnovers in the first half, man. Patience, patience, patience. This has happened to me so much. So I'm finally like, I'm done. And right when you're done, they turn it around. But I don't when see it. When did they it. turn it around? I'm saying like they, meaning, <laughs> oh. meaning athletes and teams where, they, where you, they've shown it to you in the past. Nah, right when you run out of patience. In my experience, it's like, oh, they turned it around. I, should, I shouldn't have jumped off at that moment, but Try I got to gotta jump off. It's bad, man. I got to jump it's off. Bad, Westbrook man. is showing it's two-thirds through the season. We're past the all-star break, and he's still d- straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Funny response, though. They could, take- <laughs> they could go home. Much more on the Lakers' concerns and LeBron's future in L.A. in one hour, but coming up. Finally, a legit contender from Broad Street on Broadway. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. All right, y'all. It's time for No Huddle. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max ESPN Radio. The New Orleans Saints converted more than $14 million of Michael Thomas's. There's someone related to Michael Thomas on this show. Contract into guaranteed money for 2022. This helps create more cap space for the Saints, who have one of the worst cap situations in the league. This also further signals that the Saints aren't looking to trade Michael Thomas by guaranteeing him $14.6 million up front. They'd be on the hook for all that money on the cap this year if they traded him to another team. Key, with Michael Thomas, your nephew, now definitely in the fold, who do you expect to be the Saints quarterback in 2022? You know, I I don't know who that's going to be, but it certainly isn't somebody through the draft that's going to be their starting quarterback. They're looking to possibly bring Jameis Winston back, but also bring somebody in there that could not not necessarily compete with Jameis, but if they need to give him more time to heal up, they got a veteran of some sort that can compete and take over into such due time that Jameis is ready to go. If they can't attract a, let's say, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Marcus Mariota, or a, a Derek Carr, somebody that's out there that gives them the chance to win now because they believe they have a team that can win right now. I think if Jameis is healthy, they might be able to do it with him. He looked really good. I thought he had a great bounce-back season. Um, top-ranked Gonzaga was among a record seven top ten men's basketball teams. Seven out of ten. Mm. Seven top ten men's basketball teams to lose Saturday. Six teams had lost in the same day five times. But Saturday was the first time 
the top six teams in the top 25 polls poll all lost on the same day, according to ESPN stats and information. Number one, Gonzaga, and number two, Arizona, each lost by double digits. Here's ESPN college basketball analyst Seth Greenberg on why we saw so many upsets on primetime. You heard him right here on ESPN Radio. It's hard to win. The other guy's got 13 guys on scholarship. Uh, I think that your season as a, as a coach, you know your season's going to have an ebb and flow. And if, if there's not a great amount of difference between the two teams, you can get beat. Uh, Jay, what does all this mean come tournament time? I mean, Selection Sunday less than two weeks away. This is why you get hyped about college basketball, people. And, and, and think about this. I mean, only two were really upsets, right? First off, number 17 in the country didn't lose. Uh, that's Duke. They won on the road against Syracuse. So I'll just throw that out as a top 10 team. Get them. They didn't leave. All, uh, Get Auburn, Kansas, Kentucky were all underdogs in their game. Purdue and Texas Tech were both less than a five-point favorite. The only two really huge upsets were Gonzaga, Arizona. Gonzaga was playing at their rival, St. Mary's. Not, I mean, look, we expected the Zags to win, but understandable. And then when you look at Arizona, I mean, them losing to Colorado – uh, I think that one was tough, but he had 16 turnovers in that game. And that, that was, once again, in-conference play right before we get to conference tournament time. So we're entering that span of the season. Buckle up. Get ready. Here, Yates played the meow <laughs> when, when we brought up Duke. And I got to tell you something. I rooted against Duke my whole life. Hated Duke. Really? Here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm on a show with Jay Will. When you actually, when your dude is actually that dude from Duke and he loves it, it's hard to, like, I, I'm, with, I'm with Jay. I like him. Yeah, but, I, but I'll pull you, for Jay's guys. I mean, y'all would have been fine kicking it with our program. You had to see it inside out. You see it outside in. Oh, I'm sure. Well, believe Key, me. I, you would have been one believe hell of a me, screener. I wasn't seeing anything you inside out. You down low? Oh, you mean oh, playing? My. Yeah. I, mean, I wasn't seeing good. anything inside out, Jay. Trust me. No matter how many times it goes, <laughs> went through this life, that wasn't going to happen. But <laughs> in a battle of MVP candidates, John Morant and the Grizzlies – Got the better of DeMar DeRozan, MVP candidate, and the Bulls. Ja scored 46 points, including this bucket that had even had the Chicago crowd in awe. Listen to 92.9 ESPN Memphis. Moran in between the circles with two minutes to go in the half. His right elbow extended for Adams. Back to Moran on the back. Hanging in the air. A 360 oh, is good for John Moran. The oohs and ahs from the crowd, and rightfully so. Morant with a sensational move at the rim. Another 360 layup against the Chicago Bulls. He had one in the first matchup, gets one there. Jay, he's got something that MJ had. Like, when he goes up in the air, he's allowed somehow, gravity allows him to, like, take an extra step or two in the air. You're not supposed to be able to do that. I got to give you all something, and please, Twitter, whatever, you want to react to it, I want you guys to react to it. Top three players in the NBA right now that I would pay a lot of money to go see. Right now, number three, I go with Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, think he's a wizard. That, one of the number best shows, two, I go with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Number three, I go with John Morant. I would pay the most money to see John Morant right now. In sports, I would pay I, more money to watch. John Morant, John Morant, to me, is the number one act in sports right now. This dude is Way to level up. Mind. I'll take that, too. I mean, I'm just saying... Every every single night, he did that 360 you just saw was over the right shoulder. He didn't lay the ball with his left hand, which is naturally when you do a 360 that way, right? He laid the ball with his inner right hand. Look at it. His inner right hand lays the ball. Your body momentum oh. takes you back for your left hand to lay the ball. But it, it, he, he does two or three things like this every single game, man. That's the thing. He does this uh, on a nightly. You're like, you may see something you've never seen before. And you know what it is, too, Key? You know, like, uh, I remember the first time I met AI – 
It was at a club down in Miami. And I remember I, I looked at it. What? It was random. And I looked at it. I was like, damn, AI, like you, you really like six one and a half, six two, like a buck eighty. Like, wow, you can do all that? And when you see Ja, it's so similar. You're like, yo, you're like, you ain't the biggest dude. Like, you got bounce like that. You coming in the lane and you moving like that at a buck 85. And Key, he's doing it in wins. It's one thing if you're just a spectacular athlete. He's this young on a team this young. And he's and and that move you just saw was part of a forty six point night in a win. I mean, he's good. What else was there to say? I don't know if he. I, I know Jay listed top three. I mean, Who's I'm still paying. Yeah, I'm still paying money to go see KD. Right, I'm just. I, I, I gotta yeah. pay that man. That's yeah. No, I, I pay money KD's to, go to get the score. I agree with you. Kyrie I'm, is a little more sizzle to it, though. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. I mean, Stephen. Stephen Ja, Steph, Steph, Steph Ja, Steph Ja, KD for me. Okay, and then I don't want to say LeBron because it's a different box that's, office. It's that's, different. That's different. regardless, you're gonna go because that's like Michael Jordan. Oh, I get a once in a lifetime chance to see him play. I think Ja's on his own level because with Kyrie is also like Kyrie. I'm not going to see the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies. I am. Without, I am not. No, I am. Hold on. I'm not without going ja. to see the Memphis Grizzlies without Ja. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. just not oh, paying. Yeah. I'm just yeah. not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's one of yes. those dudes. Ky- like, is Kyrie. He Kyrie is always incredible to watch. Maybe been the best show in the NBA for a long time. The difference with Ja, though, is it's also above the rim. That's what makes it – it separates it out. y'all don't have young kids at nine years old yet, like boy basketball players. Like my son, when he starts to talk – I know I'm on to something. When he starts to say, man, that dude fire or whatever those words are to use. (laughs) You know, they got all type of language nowadays. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kids got all type of stuff. Thank God for the internet. What What did you just say? Yeah, like what? Another acronym? (laughs) Came home and said fresh for the first time. (laughs) My dad was like, what the hell? <laughs> Wasn't it just death no, yesterday? It's fresh now. now? Busty or something. What? Like. Jesse Busty. Rogers, MLB reporter for ESPN on SportsCenter on the latest on MLB's negotiations. Listen. The two sides negotiated inside Roger Dean Stadium for more than six hours on Sunday. And though one source said the talks were productive on a variety of subjects, nothing really got accomplished. It means to meet the deadline, almost every single core economic issue at stake in the CBA would have to be worked out in the final day. The league previously stated that if no deal is made by Monday, they'll begin canceling regular season games. A deal isn't likely to happen, which means neither is opening day on March 31st. Here in Jupiter, Florida, the two sides are meeting. Um, they met for six-plus hours on Sunday. You heard that, like, oh, it's so bad. Baseball, baseball. Ba- get it. I feel like the odd couple. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Come on, get it together. I, I understand why you always got to draw a line in the sand and be like, no, we're done. We're going to start canceling games. Like, you're not only hurting yourself, you're hurting the league as well and the players and the actual baseball game in itself. Like, people going to run from it and not want to be a part of it for a while. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Buster only, ESPN Baseball Insider, of course. Buster, you, good morning, I guess. You, you heard what Jesse Rogers just said there. Why does it feel to me like the owners are like, ooh, we have leverage last couple of CBAs we haven't had, had before. We are willing to, to destroy parts of this season if we have to in order to keep our foot on the players' throats. That's what it feels like to me. What is happening in your view with MLB and the players? Well, in this moment, 
Um, and I agree with what you guys have been saying. I, and I, I feel like this is the extension of the incrementalism that baseball has been caught up in in the last 10 years, where uh, because, you know, through the use of analytics, I think everybody can quantify everything. And now every single discussion feels like uh, the fight for the smallest things, which is why we have games with 15 relievers. And in these negotiations, we have talks in which they don't move. Uh, you know, they, they keep talking to each other and they're not progressing forward. There's no doubt in this moment, it's the owners who want so much financial landscape in 2016 uh, by routing the players in that negotiation. Uh, they have the greater wealth. They need to be the group that steps forward toward the middle and to make a deal along the lines of the incrementalism however let's face it if you're the owners you're saying okay if we want to win this fight you know what if we're going to lose games if we're going to sacrifice games for this big labor war then april and may are worth less than june july and august and maybe we're more willing to risk that than the players it's this horrendous game of chicken that's going on here and they're both about ready to drive off the ledge Buster, you've been following this thing clearly, right? You you got all the you know where all the bones are buried and everything like that. Is this a pump fake by the owners to draw a, a line in the sand, or is this just a negotiation tactic until the last drop dead second before they say okay, okay? Gee, I think it's a reflection uh, of their frustration uh, in this relationship, which you know I, I told you it's the worst. Uh, working relationship in the, between the two sides that I've seen in, since I started covering baseball in 1989. Uh, and so I think that as we've gotten closer to this, you know, the owner's deadline in which they're canceling games, I, I think that they feel like they did in 2016. You know what? We're in a strong position here. It's easier for us to hold the coalition together. If we do that, then we're going to rush to make a deal and we're going to route them just like they did in 2016. Um, here's the problem, and you guys have given voice to this. You might win this negotiation, but big picture, you're going to lose. Because uh, the sport itself, which is in a fragile place in its history, uh, it is going to you know, take a big hit. And going forward, that relationship with the, with the players, which is just worsened year by year, is going to get even worse. So you might win the negotiation, uh, if you hold out and go, don't get a deal done today and cancel games, but you're going to lose. The product is going to lose. The golden goose is going to take more hits. Buster Oni, ESPN Baseball Insider, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Buster, I, I, you know, off that point that you just made, how does the, that, that dynamic change if MLB does begin canceling games? Like, how nasty does it get? Well, this is what, you know, I've, I've wondered about and I, you know, I've talked to people on both sides about, um, you know, if at some point that the level of frustration from the baseball owners working with this particular leadership group, at what point could they potentially go to the nuclear option, which is to say, you know what, we're just going to sit here and wait and we're going to sit here and wait and see if unhappiness in the player ranks about the, you know, the lack of engagement by union leadership, which among players has been a conversation piece. They haven't been happy necessarily with the way these talks have gone, but if your ownership, you potentially could pursue the nuclear strategy of waiting to see if you can force major change of regime on the other side. Again, 
that's a strategy. It's possible they could uh, you know, get, you know, in weeks from now, something that they're looking forward to. But the damage done to the sport in the interim would be monumental. I mean, that uh, Rob Manfred's word was what? Devastating. He's exactly right. It would be absolutely devastating. And we'll see if he and the owners take themselves, take that word seriously. You know, Buster, Max and I have been sitting around batting it around about devastating, about nuclear, the things that they would do to remove the eyeballs away from Major League Baseball. We've seen it happen in the past when they've been in these situations that they've now become, I don't know, the fourth, the fifth sport here in America if they continue down this path. How would they gain the trust of the fan base back, although we do know that baseball is a regional sport, not a national sport, depending on the teams that you cover? How does that happen with them? It's a great question, Um, and it's part of the reason why I think that what they have to consider in this negotiation is not only about where is the competitive balance uh, tax level, what are the uh, penalties going to be, what is the the minimum salaries going to be. I think it's gotten so bad between these two sides, they have to start also preparing for, my God, how can we we rebuild this relationship so that we can grow our product? What puts us in the best position? What deal puts us in the best position to go forward so these two sides can come together? Because let me tell you something. Below the, you know, the surface of the leaderships on respective sides, I hear that all the time where folks are saying, you know, we, we got to figure out how to uh, get to a place like in the NBA where the, you know, the perception is that the two sides work together to maximize uh, to maximize uh, the viewership, the interest in the sport, uh, you know, eyeballs on the sport in a way that baseball does not and seems to be getting worse by the year. Yeah, last time there was a labor stoppage, it took an explosion of PEDs and home run record falling to yeah. to, to bring the fans back. It kills me because baseball is my first love as a team sport. And, and, oh, Buster, let me ask you this before we let you go. What percentage, like handicap it for us, would you put on a deal getting done today? Today, I I think it's zero. They just have too much ground to cover today. Now, it is possible that the owners, again, because they're in a position uh, where they have the greater financial uh, might, if they were to come into the room today and say, you know what, guys, we're going to make a major move forward then you could start the talks, and, and in good faith, knowing that that, uh, you know, that progress is being made, you could conceivably you know, get a deal done the next couple days uh, because there's so many details to come, and everyone would work through that uh, and you know, bypass that deadline they've been talking about. But in terms of having uh, you know, that sort of progress today at this moment, I have my doubts, and I'll never forget the night of December 1st when the lockout went into effect getting a text from a longtime agent who told me, told his players, and I think I told you guys about this, he sent them a note, said, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Easter, Uh, I will talk to you on Flag Day, which is June 14th. And that is the nuclear option for baseball, and that might be what's in place soon. Hmm. Buster Oney, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Buster. Appreciate it. Thanks, Buster. All right, Buster. Thanks, guys. Saw that picture of Tony Clark standing there, Players Union Great power hitter, right? Either struck out or hit a home run. Come on, home run. Home run today, guys. Let's go from one deadline looming to another. 
It's a very natural thing. I would trade him to Denver, which to me is the logical landing spot, but there's no way I'm trading Aaron Rodgers if I'm the Packers to the 49ers especially because they're a team I'm competing with to get to the Super Bowl. I'm in love with the... So the Packers won't say there's a deadline to get something done with Aaron Rodgers, but there are important dates coming up where the Packers need to know their quarterback's decision, you would think. And one decision Rodgers could theoretically make is retirement. Here's Rob Domofsky on ESPN, Packers reporter on ESPN Radio Sunday morning. Rob, is retirement really on the table for Rodgers? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, in fact, I, and again, I could be totally wrong here, but my interpretation of it is more that the, there, sure, there's three choices, right? Retire, play here, play somewhere else. The play somewhere else thing, I feel like maybe the smallest percentage. Uh, again, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like right now it's a decision on play here or retire. Yeah, I, I understand Rob is down on the ground in Green Bay and he has the post on the Packers and Aaron Rodgers situation. I just don't see retirement as part of the equation, Max and Jay. And, and, and I, there's a reason why. First of all, no player that I've followed in the history of any sport when a season is over, if they can still play at a certain level, decides, ah, well, I'm going to take five months to decide I'm going to retire. <laughs> They don't do that. You retire when the season over. A la Tom Brady, for instance. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning, for instance. Like, you just, I'm done. I don't want to play. On top of that, he's not leaving $175 million damn dollars on the, on the table. We're not talking about $5 million. My neck hurts. Oh, I'm t- $25 million. I barely can walk. We're, not, we're talking about $100? And that, I'm just putting that number out there because 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. So Ooh. let's just do that, right? 100, 150, 175, 180, whatever those numbers are. No, you're are. right. He wants to be the highest paid guy by so, a lot. By yeah. a lot. You're not walking away from that. It's not going to happen. Hell no. Because he can still play. He can still play. We haven't heard one yes. word, Jay, about, oh, I didn't want to feel like oh, I could run through that brick wall anymore, especially nowadays with quarterbacks. We haven't, like, <laughs> Rodgers, key is right. It would be the first time in history. That's something like this has happened that I can recall. Sandy Koufax, at the height of his powers, his left yeah, arm was about to fall yeah. off. Barry Sanders, 30 years old, not I a winning win. situation. 30-year-old running back. That's different. This dude coming off back-to-back MVPs, Jay. Man, he told y'all what it was going to be. He said it from the beginning. He's like, this is a beautiful mystery. I mean, the whole thing is like, it's like a novel. It reads like a novel. Like, it's like every other day there's some kind of topic that somebody's getting passionate about related to a guy who hasn't even said anything about it. Like, it's just, it's well, my, he enjoys it. I know, it's just mind-boggling. It's like, that's why I go back to the Kardashian style of marketing, Key. It's every single day there is something different about Aaron Rodgers that we are talking about. And I, what what person would leave that kind of money on the table? Well, Not I, Aaron Rodgers. I'm Check thinking, that out. That's what I, I'm saying right I, now. I, Not Aaron Whatever Rogers. beautiful mystery it is, yeah. he ain't leaving yeah. that on the table. And, and, and so when you dive into it, you think about the money, right? And you just say, it. it no one does that. No. It just doesn't. <laughs> you don't do that. I don't give a damn. Why do you think billionaires are still billionaireing? Because they want Yeah, they billionaireing <laughs> because they want to build skyscrapers and make more money and do all. They not all of a sudden decide, oh, I'm going to stop at $2 billion. I'm good. No. I got $50 million in the bank. I'm fine. I can't use that extra $150 million. <laughs> 
That's no sense. That's low. That's low. By the way, tax it at 50%. Basically, he's about to double his career earnings in the next four years. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Much more coming up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.